We gonna drop this next bomb for a money-making player that ain't with us no more. Yeah, Notorious B.I.G. Hell no! We gonna do this for a gang-banging thug that never seen it coming. Yeah, Tupac Shakur. Nah, bitch! I'm talking about motherfucking TC and Jake. And shit. Let's get this show started in the most exciting way possible with a series of announcements. We both have children. We do both have children. That's the announcement? I don't know. One. Let's open the calendar. Do I... Are, are you going to announce whether or not you're coming back for uh, Mavericks postgame show? Uh, you know, you would think that I would have had discussions about that with my superiors, but probably the fact that I haven't means they just assume that we're good to go, and we are. So, yeah, I'll be back in the mix. Why? Is there an off-the-record conflict already? I just want to announce our off the record because I I think I would like I I'm in preliminary discussions with some of the great filmmaking minds of our time to do uh, some kind of a docu series of the next off the record showing so I want to make that one a big one and I want people to circle it right we're, now we're clear the first three Tuesdays of Nove so we can just do our regularly scheduled see you the second Tuesday cannot do that okay. I'll be in Disney World. All right. All right. Fuck all y'all. All right. All right. What, so uh, how about the 19th? All right. November right now, 19th. That tentatively works. What attractions are you the most excited for? Open up a new Star Wars dude thing. It'll be open by then? Smuggler's Run. Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Well, I always thought kids were such cunts whenever they said Falcon, even though I know it's right. They, uh, they said Falcon in the movie, and I was like, what the fuck? Like one of the new movies. Really? Yeah. That feels like a continuity error. That's just a, uh, that's some industry jarg. I mean, it's a... Continuity's an eight seat. It's it's true to life because uh, oftentimes in life, people go back and forth pronouncing something right and then pronouncing it wrong. We had a little debate about niche and niche today. I heard that. I guess you're allowed to say it either way. I always thought it was niche. I, I think it is either way. I've, I've heard it enough times. I, I don't know that you can just uh, openly laugh at someone uh, either way. What, uh, like, now when you go, will you go, are you staying on campus? I am. Are you, uh, you do you care to disclose Gonna which? have to take out a second mortgage in my house so that I can. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bad idea. Well, that's, dude, you're just trying to live that Hunter Biden lifestyle. <laughs> it's just, it's a lot of money. Two mortgages and live it up. Dude, no, fuck it's, all uh, that, man. It's about memories. It's about yeah. memories with the mouse. Have you considered? <laughs> it's, uh, I don't. It's Megan's like longtime number one. Like uh, that's dope. You know, like like if I had never been to a Notre Dame game, like my number one thing would be a Notre Dame game, and I'd want it so bad. Uh, but uh, you know, she, you know, like just her whole the whole time, you know, as a kid was like, mom and dad, let's go, and they were like, eh, we could, but uh, no. Yeah, it's not like they were broke. They probably could have swung that. They could have swung it. We yeah. went not the whole time, you know. First, the Oak Cliff years, I think it's a right. uh, touch and go. But by the time we're in Cedar Hill, got a two-story home. See, we went Money twice, but the first time we did it on what felt like a lot more on the cheap. Oh, just twice. Uh, but the second time we did it a much nicer version, and we stayed at like a new one that was uh, styled after like the Jersey Boardwalk. And that was really, really cool because they had a fucking ESPN zone. Oh, wow. For your boy to get up there and get to the second round of trivia against the formidable murderer's row of drunk adults when I was 12 (laughs) years old. Congratulations. And what I remember most about that day was I think that we had been- Getting fondled by Dan Patrick. (laughs) We had been at a- uh, No, I'm more of a Lee Steiner guy. (laughs) 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 We had been at a- I think we we went to one of the water parks that day, or maybe it was just the pool at the... Have you ever been to a fucking Disney World water park? No. Bro, Blizzard Beach? Yeah. Whew! And then the other one was called... We're like, going in November, so yeah, I don't really yeah. think I'm going to take the, advantage. The, the other one was called something... Well, you, I mean, earlier you were bragging about hitting double digits on the number of trips. I figured one of those <laughs> times you could have peeled off for not, a dip. Not double digits, <laughs> but you, you're right. Uh, the other one was called like something Lagoon, and it had this super, super dope uh, attraction where... They had like a pretty big, um, I don't know, like probably the size of like two regular, three regular swimming pools. And like the rocks all around it looked kind of like you were like in nature. Hell yeah. And it was only like five feet deep. 
but they had like a plate of of glass or whatever all the way across and then they had like sea life underneath that oh wow so you could like if you're swimming or you could basically snorkel and it felt like oh shit reef shark yeah like it's right there because your depth perception's all fucked up it was that's great cool. man yeah but we went to the espn zone that night and uh i didn't even really get this at the time but i, I remember being the first time that i remember being roasted and I don't remember if I had just – I was wearing a lot of gel at the time. <laughs> L.A. looks yeah, was no, my I, look. I understand. I, I used about a bottle a day yeah. during that era. And so this must have been like 1996. And uh, the waiter said to me, whoa, looks like someone doesn't know the wet look is out. <laughs> <laughs> How do you remember that? Because I remember being like, fuck you. Like, Because like, I thought you I got was – me. I thought I looked great. You know, yeah. I probably had like a little – a pastel hill figure on or something yeah. like man i'm i'm fucking got nautica and i remember being like why is everyone why are my parents laughing at that <laughs> well they wouldn't know cool if it bit them in the ass jake you, so you just keep on going where you go to like everywhere in the park where you try to like do a, a day run at every like i don't know how all that works anymore um i believe the way it works out uh with the, the time we have and everything uh Animal Kingdom may or may not be spare. I don't know. I've, I, all my visits, I believe, were prior to the opening of Animal Kingdom. I remember going to that and thinking it was awesome, but I also okay. would imagine you could have a better time at like the Fort Worth or Dallas Zoo if that's what you were really looking for. Yeah. I don't remember there being much in the way of rides. So I'm, sure are, uh, I'm, I'm swapping that one out for Universal. Oh, fuck yeah. And uh, otherwise doing all the parks. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. No. My, should be cool. Did you ever have any like f- familial like strife or conflict or anything like that? Like, because I feel like vacations are where that happens. And I yeah. remember getting crossways like it was a four way Reservoir Dog standoff where everyone was mad at everyone. I mean, by the time I was in middle school, that was like, yeah, it, you we would were, play as Garrett said at home, away, or on the moon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> That, uh, you know, I, I think everyone going into any vacation was hoping that there was just one time that we were yelling in a restaurant. Yeah. That would be a, a grand success. But yeah. uh, I don't recall any times that we got mad at each other at uh, Disney World too much. I think it's hard to remember. There was uh, one time that Daniel and I were both being pushed in strollers. We were an appropriate age for that. And he would definitely be able to tell you which relative. But... I'm having trouble recalling exactly. It might have been my Aunt Sue, who uh, saw some birds as she was uh, pushing Daniel and felt like uh, using the stroller to attack the birds would be a fun time for all. <laughs> That's actually kind of awesome. And uh, the birds shat all over oh, Daniel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think that was Disney World. I might be wrong. I don't remember ever being in a stroller. Really? Like, when do you? when does that end? Like, five? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I guess I have some memories from like four, but I don't really like have a conscious memory of being pushed around. Like I remember being at a. Yeah, I mean, my memory famously stretches back much farther than that. That's true. You were at six months before you were born. You were in the womb. I woke and realized, up. I said, you woke don't up. Forget, and don't, said, forget, don't forget. Don't forget. You've got wave conjugations. Flower of life. Uh, my only other real brief Disney World uh, memory that was notable was. Uh, when an alligator ate my child. <laughs> no, no, it was. A <laughs> yeah, that's a funny thing. Make, make uh, jokes about it, dude. Um, I think my parents tried to take us to one nice dinner while we were there. Like uh-huh. if they wanted to go. Have I told this before? No. Uh, I just, I just if Them wanting one nice thing means to me that they didn't get it. <laughs> right. We went to a French restaurant. Uh-huh. Probably like at Epcot, right? Yeah. And we sat down and they it i I remember being pretty fancy and there being no other kids in there and they brought out the butter and it was like sculpted you know have you ever seen this you seen Uh, this kev no i don't think so it was like you know normal like is a figurine like it looked like pluto it looked like a little man like a little man like with like a waiter Oh, and we sat down. My brother grabbed that bitch, bit the head right off. <laughs> set it down. Just take fucking And he butter. was like, it's butter. <laughs> and then the waiter comes back over. We've got the, head, the headless man <laughs> of butter. I don't. My parents weren't mad about it or anything. Yeah. It was just like, what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> you just ate butter. 
in a very violent fashion. I'd no, love to I, go back. I just remember there was something at Epcot that was... Uh, Epcot, I certainly recall as a child, as being by far the sparest, where like they were trying to be like, hey, kids, geography Culture. is yeah. fun. I'm like, fuck no, it's not. <laughs> what is this shit? Whereas nowadays, I spend all my time looking at maps. Right. Because I'm washed. And uh, there was uh, some kind of video presentation where I was like, well, at least it's a fucking movie. I mean, you know, it's better than all this other Epcot bullshit. Right. And... There was a, uh, it was some like it was it was about like reproduction like it was, <laughs> it was the like uh, Disney World was trying to do you the favor of like kind of advancing the narrative of the Stork story like trying to bridge a gap between Stork wow. and uh, letting you know that we be fucking that's how you got here. Talk about fucking. a meeting I'd like to be in. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a great point. And I just remember getting out of it, and I, for some reason, one parent had been with us, and the other one hadn't. I think my dad had been watching it with us. My mom was outside, and she got out there. She was like, so, you know, what'd you think? And I was like, they showed everything. <laughs> <laughs> and in retrospect, they did not come close to showing everything. But like, as far, like it's, it's, a, it's a thing that I always think of whenever I'm, I'm like realizing the disconnect between things that kids say and things adults hear. Because I was certainly saying something an adult would hear is like, I just watch full penetration. Right. Whereas, in fact, like I was like, I saw some people fully clothed, like hug each other for a second too long, you know? Yeah. She thought you saw like uh, somebody, like Minnie's butt getting eaten. <laughs> yeah. Have you caught, like, if, does your kid watch uh, Mickey Mouse yet? Um, we will occasionally put on Sesame Street, but I've only put on Sesame Street long enough to determine that, in my opinion, she likes Sesame Street and replays Notre Dame football about the same amount. So we've just stuck with the latter from there. Yeah, I feel bad about it, but on mornings where I need to get at least like 30 minutes of stuff done, I will get an, an episode per morning in. And she fucking loves it, dude. Like a visceral jumping up and down on the jumper, like throwing her head back, cry laughing. And just can't get enough of it. Loves the hot dog dance. And it occurred to me that in the event that we ever take her to Disney World, which I would love to do. Yeah, uh, she definitely does not like Sesame Street like that. You know, she kind of looks at it. And she knows the difference between, that. she knows the song, she knows the intro when Mickey walks up and there's no song playing. Like, and she can differentiate that between other shows because she's got no time for like, Paw Patrol or Baby Einstein, like she just looks at it like this shit fucking is boring. Give me the Michael Bay of Baby. Yeah. It occurred to me that if we ever take her to Disney World, like she's going to have a religious experience. Yeah. Like it's going, she she's going to fall to her knees and just like that's going to be the happiest she'll ever be. Like whenever she sees that she can see this in real life. And I almost don't want to do it because that's something you'll be chasing for the rest of your days. You think so? Like, that's setting the bar so high. Yeah, I don't know. I think she'll freak out. I think out. you're setting it too high right now by demanding that that be her reaction, because I don't know. Like, it, it it seems like there's a lot of times that, like, uh, like I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of times that they've really enjoyed showing Peyton things or whatever, but there's also other times where you think he's really going to be like, oh, fuck yeah. He's kind of like, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, I do like that. That, my my uh, favorite instance of this, this is not a child, far from it, um, but I, I just, I remember uh, I was putting together a playlist for whenever I uh, went to Montana with uh, Megan's parents and Megan, and we we're going to be driving around in the car, and Megan was like, oh, you should put this song on it. It's my dad's number one favorite song, and I was like, okay, cool, we'll do that, and like, uh, we're driving around, and it comes on, and Megan's like, look, dad, it's your absolute number one favorite song, and he's like, Yeah. <laughs> like it's not like he felt like we had really gone out of his way and like oh what a, what a gesture he's just kind of like yeah yeah it's, it's like you bought him the wrong uh, soccer team am i right blow me up my Succession favorite bros. <laughs> yeah pals now, it's not even like he didn't like it or that, that it wasn't his favorite song it's just like you know th that's that's like the full extent of emotion you're gonna get from him most of the time you expect you know? an air guitar <laughs> uh i didn't really expect anything uh, but i put up but i guess i just figured it would be more than like yeah, it is. Yeah. If she can make the connection that the person that she sees dressed like Mickey is the person that she sees on the show, she'll fucking wig. Now, that could also be accomplished by me just dressing up like Mickey, I guess. Yeah. A test run. Uh, Peyton has an awesome thing. I don't know where this stands, but I fucking love it that uh, he is 
terrified of anyone in any costume ever. Yeah, I could see that. And I think the first time they found this out and like, see if you can reconstruct if you would ever do this or like why this makes sense. But Daniel was at the lake house with some friends and uh, his, his child, Peyton, was around. And uh, he it was the weekend of the Kentucky Derby. So Daniel bought and brought along a horse head mask. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That, that's confusing. But they, uh, they had not previously established this uh, dislike for uh, people in costumes. So Daniel walks out with a thing, and the kid just starts screaming. Yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> it's a disembodied horse, right? Like, you didn't even have the whole thing. That's going to freak. That would freak me out. <laughs> it might have been for a different reason. So off the record is uh, November 19th. That's, that's announcement, announcement one. Announcement number one. Announcement number two is that I am aware that uh, the end of the episodes get cut off. It's not like uh, too much. I know that ever, like, you know, people tell me like, hey, I think the last 10 minutes got cut off. You don't know because it got cut off. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I have the, uh, the full episodes and I want to let you know that it's about 30 seconds total and 15 of that is Dale. So don't worry about it. But uh, it's um, uh, something that the, uh, the the people who are very kind to uh, host our stuff. I don't know. We we're, I, we're we're supposed to mention them more, and I don't know if like mentioning them as they screwed something up is like helpful. So I don't, I don't know what to do here. But uh, they they uh, said in the meantime I should just add some extra time on the end, which you know, true enough. <laughs> uh, we'll see if I remember to do that. You can that that's your treat for listening all the way to the end is finding out whether or not I remembered I was supposed to add thirty seconds on the end. I kind of like the intrigue <laughs> yeah. of people like kind of wondering if we just go into maybe full, it was our best stuff or just like that's when the rules are off. You know, yeah, taking shots at everyone. Yeah, you'll never know. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's being worked on, and they're really cool people that host us for free. So. Uh, you know, they always have two thumbs up in my book. And uh just wanted to update on everyone that. Okay. And then third, I feel like it's been a little little bit since some pimp the Uber service. <laughs> okay. Just want to let everyone know if you ever want an Uber ride, uh just slide into my DM, send me an email, TC at it's just banter.com. It's uh you know, pretty uh nice nice deal for me. Uh, the deal is I'll just uh look up whatever the price for that Uber was going to be. And then uh, you can just pay me that price. And the deal is that, you know, usually Uber uh, takes like 40% of that. And under this circumstance, you get a ride for normal price uh, that, that where you get to talk to, you know, the coolest person you've ever met. You get to talk to uh, someone who comes from a family of jurors and listen to the rant. Yeah. So. Absolutely. It's not a bad deal for anyone. Uh, and, and really, you know, I mean, like, uh, I, I need a little bit, you know, a couple hours advance just because I'm not checking my phone. A day's advance is really helpful. Um, just because I'm not airport checking my phone all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, air, airport runs are great. And really, the the golden goose that I would like to highlight that I'm chasing is uh, people who work out of town. I got one of those right now, and it's it's a wonderful thing. And I was just thinking, if I could get like five people that work out of town, which I think that there's way more than five people who live in DFW that commute to somewhere else every week, then uh, fuck, I probably wouldn't have to do anything else. That so, shit would suck, man. I would not want to do the flight out, flight back in every week. I I think I would. Ugh. I like I like seeing other places. I do too, but like my life is in shambles right now because we moved. Like just not knowing where everything is all the time and right when it's you know when you need it it's going to be there where is it it's all that shit fucks me up. And if I was in a different city or even the same city every week but it was a hotel, I don't think that would I don't think I would deal well with that. I think you'd develop a system. You probably do. My uh, my friend Dave, I think that he Dave. tends to have kind of longer assignments, and I would I'd prefer them to be shorter. But but his deal is not that he like works one place out of town. He works for a company is headquartered here, but the nature of his business is that he needs to help clients that are out of town. So he's flying to different cities. You know, I mean, like it'll be like a six month assignment or whatever. But once that's done, then he's got another city that he's in every week. And I I think that'd be great to just like more or less live in Nashville for six months live in houston for six months that i would be much better off with although now you know old ball and chain you know what i mean my dad was gone not every single week but i'd say half the weeks when home, i was home on weekend up. yeah 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 that's really probably all the kid cares about yeah no i <clears throat> 
<laughs> like uh my grandmother like once was like yeah you know must be tough on you him traveling all the time and i was like huh are you kidding me they fucking got a red card playing a man down <laughs> me <laughs> yeah. yeah you don't think i'm looking for that weakness <laughs> yeah can't contain this single coverage uh okay so november 19th is off the record uh maybe You'll hear the end of the podcast. Maybe you won't. And email tc at itsjustbanter.com if you would like to arrange Uber. That's it. Uh, through TC. All right, I'm going to give you a quick hit here. Uh, I got a curb moment, an internet curb moment. Please. So I'm going to try to do this without getting too specific. But uh, there was a P1 a while back who told me, uh, told all of us that his son was kind of dealing with uh, a health issue and that he was a huge P1. Uh, he was like high school age at the time. And uh, for whatever reason, I don't know. I was like struck by it. I sent him back an email. Um, they said this is probably like at least six years ago. Okay, five years ago probably actually because I know we were living in Fort Worth and that was only six years. Am I on the email? No. Well, you might have been. I hope I wasn't because I don't remember any of this. But yeah, I mean, it, it actually. I wouldn't say it happens a lot, but it does happen to, to amount of time. An amount of time that you're like kind of paralyzed by it. That and I get an exorbitant amount of hey this person in my family this 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 or this can you hook us up with meeting dirk or meeting fill in the blank and you're like i just i understand that you don't understand how my job or my life works but i have no better shot at that than you do anyways uh i replied to the email uh that's not really true it's just that you know I, there's no there's no way I could get that done, and even if I could, but you have an you have an email of someone you could ask. They do not have an email of someone they could ask except for you. I'm betting that like Mavs PR's emails are public. That's a fine point. But anyways, they may listen to mine more, but that's only one percent more. Uh, I, yeah. re- I, re- I replied to this email. Um, ended up like going to their house and having dinner with them one time. Wow, uh, and I've just done some stuff like for their charity or whatever, um, but they're very, very active on social media. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying anything about that one way or the other. I'm just saying they're very active on social media. Uh, and so, um, there's a lot of like. And this is another thing you get a lot of too: uh, requests for retweets. You know, you see this sometimes where you'll see like you'll go to a, a listener's account, and it's either my a, official position is I've never seen one of those. I know. <coughs> I know. So I have. And uh, a lot of times you'll go to their page. Could be a personal page. Could be something for a charity. And, and oftentimes you find that they're literally tweeting every single celebrity in the world. Yeah. Right after, you know, me, Saroy, Danny, and Corby, it's The Rock. Yeah. You know, Jason Statham. Just I don't really get it, but they must think that there's something to the awareness part of it. And uh, so recently they sent a DM, but it was to like 50 people. And okay. a couple of them were, uh, were ticket people, and a lot of them were just random people that I don't know at all. And this turns into uh-huh. everybody is replying to this. And so like the first four or five times I was like, man, I'm getting a lot of DMs. And I opened it and be like, oh, it's more DMs from this. Um, and a lot of it was like, you know, it's about like kids and diseases and stuff. And a lot of it's pretty depressing. And so if I'm sitting there with Nora and I'm like, all right, I'm taking care of my child. I already spend like a lot of time worrying about her. We all do. Any parent I'm sure is like, man, what the fuck? This would be terrible if something happened. I don't want to think about that. I'll deal with it when it gets here. A level of anxiety I uh, just didn't it's, want or. No, and I mean, everyone tells you about it. I knew it was coming. It's still like, it's overwhelming. And so. This sounds bad, but like I'm not gonna watch Tom Rinaldi with the cancer kid on game day anymore. I just can't. I don't. Yeah, it bums me out too much. Um, so it really <laughs> kind of seems fucked up to me now that Tom Rinaldi's making him. It almost seems like he likes it. <laughs> it does seem like he likes it a little bit. So I got to like if they're gonna be sick, at least he gets the you know sick porn about it. Yeah, and if I I would be very like Rinaldi. If I was saying, I'd be like, come on, man. <laughs> it's like, he ought to walk in with like a sickle and a hood. <laughs> if Rinaldi's coming to see you. Oh, it's that bad, huh? <laughs> so. Fuck, they didn't tell me. So I got, you know, I got all these DMs and I was like, man, I don't really want to see these. 
And I guess I didn't realize that you can like mute a DM. Uh huh. And so I just like can't like leave conversation. Uh huh. But I didn't know that uh, that this would happen, which was sent to me by a fellow ticket employee. And I'm gonna have you not read the name of the account. I'm just gonna have you read what it looks like at the bottom when someone yeah, no, says, I, I, I know "You guys helping like. support and lifting this family's uh, this family with prayers." A lot of prayer talk too, which I think you know how I feel uh-huh. about that. With Lord's love makes a huge difference in the battle they continue to fight every second of the day. Jake Kemp left. <laughs> the next fucking thing you see on the screenshot is just that I read that incredibly heartfelt message and was like, "Ugh." Yeah, no, I was I was figuring that's the one you're talking about. Um, and again, my official position is I haven't seen it. Right, but uh, never, you would never. You a lot would, of people left. You had, a lot of people left that one, and I enjoyed it like that every time. Because if you had seen it, you would be retweeting it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm not the only bad guy here. Well, no, I mean, okay. If you if you saw, oh, as far as other people leaving, yeah, yeah. No, I I saw groups leave. Uh, hey, you well, know. hey, there's no need to. <laughs> Not to roll anybody else under the bus. Uh, Gloria Campos uh, was very supportive, though. Okay, that's what you yeah. need to know. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, you know, I'm just I, I don't really get the whole uh, retweet thing. What were we just? I was about to tell you about something. Gloria Campos. I Other times, thought, groups did not embrace charities. <laughs> I just thought of something and then forgot it. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> all right, so we got that. Um, you bummed about? Were you bummed for a day or so about Fortnite? I was thinking about you, buddy. I haven't been bummed about anything since Saturday, my friend. Oh, let's talk about that then a little bit. I'd love to. I, I didn't is, watch is that Fortnite game over? I, I barely saw. I think it was over and then came back. Oh, really? Remember whenever you tried to play for a minute? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's fine, but, I, you know. You got I, your shit kicked. Had a, had, a, had a child. I finished top 10 a couple times. I mean, just through fucking, you know, camping, but whatever. Never took you for a camper. If you're gonna live, live large. I mean, you know, I you that play was your whole deal. You uh, you play a lot of games. You don't got to do one strategy in all of them. Man, I don't know. It's uh, I, I've what never. If the camped. allies would have thought that way. <laughs> I've never camped in another game. I can say that, but uh, that one where it's like specifically a survival-based thing. Actually, a lot of the allies did do that and just made the Russians into <laughs> all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I, mean, I was thinking that through. I was like, yeah. Kind of did camp for a little while there. <laughs> hey, uh, we're doing a ton. Just trust us. You keep killing them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, uh, on Saturday I went to uh, flew into Chicago. Got there around uh, nine a.m. Justin picked me up at the airport, and we started our way towards South Bend. For some reason, we were really enchanted by the uh, Motor Oasis. I don't know if you remember or uh, have ever been to a Motor Oasis. Like, fuck is that? Just uh, they they like a are gas station. Yes, but like, it's like a mall food court without the rest of the mall. Bucky's esque and a gas station. Yeah, it's like Bucky's, but like if Bucky's had you know a Subway and a McDonald's and a Sparrow, like it's the only place okay. you see Sparrow outside of an actual <laughs> food court. Uh, so I did eat Sparrow Monday, uh, Saturday morning, uh, but. Dude, they used to have this shit at Grapevine Mills. The Sbarro had basically, it was like a cow. It was like two slices of pizza on top of each other, but sealed with dough. That's great. So they would just take one slice, flip it over, and then you just had crust on. Oh god damn! You know, I live close to Grapevine Mills now. I may have to go go and check out if they still have that option. Damn. But uh, for some reason, they are they do appear to only be popular in Europe and northern indiana yeah so we were fairly fixated on the idea of our uh european style motor oasis <laughs> <laughs> like every everything that happened you know you know we'd be like uh hey, man irish just scored this is great afterwards we get to celebrate at a motor style oasis where do the good times end but yeah we we had a great time True travelers uh watched the red river shootout in a mulligan sports bar which I think that we've only ended up in because the linebacker in was uh, really busy, which surely they weren't Saturday morning, but I think that we were just used to mulligans, so we're like, fuck it, we'll do mulligans. Uh, PJ was there nice. from StubHub. Nice. He, uh, he used the other two tickets, and uh, yeah, we had a great time. You know, I mean, just you, you see how excited I am to walk around and show other people. 
here's the player walk here's the golden dome oh yeah here's the and band it's, playing it's it lives up to the hype yeah i didn't watch any of the game um because at this point if it's not a team that i'm like you know halfway interested in and they're not involved in the college football playoff race then i'm not really <laughs> well how come you didn't want to watch this one <laughs> They're definitely involved in the race. I, I don't. I don't think they're gonna go to the playoff. And I, I'm fucking fine with that. Yeah. Uh, you know, handling your business and enjoying an Orange Bowl. I, I think that that. Uh, I think they're gonna kick the shit out of Michigan. Would be a fine reward. I would love that because I'll be back up there for that too. Really? Indeed. When is that? Uh, two they weeks. got a bye week, okay. and then they got that game. So I, I consider this Michigan week. Michigan week is two weeks this time. Yeah, right now I I'm am... I'm preparing myself as if I'm Michigan... Can I tell you how I've been preparing myself like I'm in Michigan week? Drinking milk and eating steak? No, that would be the opposite. I'm not drinking milk and I'm not eating steak. Uh, treehouse sleepovers. <laughs> I'm not doing treehouse oh. sleepovers. Uh, no, I found Making out... all your assistants do your work. <laughs> I do still do that. Okay. <laughs> um, I mentioned this on the, uh, the college football podcast, but uh, I uh, found out that on YouTube that... From like 1970 until 2007, after every single Michigan game, I believe the day of the game, once it had been played, they had to go to some cable access studio and sit down with the radio play-by-play voice who would just replay, you know, like all the key parts in the game and be like, so what were you thinking here, coach? And my thing has just been to go back and find all the notable losses in program history. <laughs> and watch them. <laughs> and watch the Michigan replay, where, to be honest, uh, Jim Branstetter, the radio play-by-play guy, uh, he went to Michigan, and he, like, just both party like it, it's difficult to tell who cares more about it the coach or jim brandstatter <laughs> and like uh just the way they talk about everything like like you know they'll, they'll just both to each other be like and the refs really fuck the pooch on this one boy did they ever <laughs> rich rod have a lot of time for that uh no i believe that uh it was rich rod coming in that got it quashed Lloyd, oh, okay. it, it ends with lloyd carr's final season i did used to enjoy the longhorn network sit down with uh mac brown like going through film with some like 23 year old recent rtvf grad grad i got mush mouth there that, that shit was great because it was all towards the end of the mac era yeah and it was kansas state really had you boys on the run oh huh? oh my god dude what was david ash seeing here not much. <laughs> Ash had a little Bright bit. Circles. If he could have just stayed stayed healthy, yeah. kept his head right. He was seeing. Uh, he was seeing. Why was that like the universal? Because I've had you know you get a couple concussions, and what I remember more about anything of it was the taste. Yeah, like I could feel like some sort of like thing in my my, my throat and mouth. I don't remember seeing like seeing stars type thing that you would get. Like that became the standard Looney Tunes response to a head injury right uh this is just like you're just kind of like your vision's blurry i there was a time in practice have i told this story a million times my one time i got i've, I've gotten two concussions one during a football instance if you have it doesn't matter at this point we've been doing this a long time yeah I, i'm uh, surprised that the, the the butter man has never been told so i'm fucking <laughs> over the moon i uh i got hit and landed on my neck funny and like it was like uh like you know if you're editing a photograph and you like turn the uh brightness on it like all the way up like that's how the world looked and like it was a pretty instantaneous thing of just like my vision was like definitely different Mm. and i was like uh coach everything looks funny and he's like it always looks funny to you fleming get in line (laughs) what a great response that's borderline ben muth-esque yeah uh heat stroke that one will make you see colors yeah that's the one time i remember being like whoa do you not practice hard enough to get the water yeah and you know what it was a uh labor day holidays were tough because i meant two practices yeah and like it meant that you were not fucking feeling it at all yeah you're probably not really caring yeah um i got a weird fast food of the week question for you okay i am a huge p1 of mcdonald's breakfast Oh, I probably only eat it about once every two months. Now, I definitely will eat it on almost any road trip I go on. All right. Like that used to be kind of my rule. And uh, Kristen shared it with me 
as well. Like it, it definitely started before her, but that was a time of, okay, fucking we're already clearly just throwing caution to the wind this weekend. Let's get some McDonald's breakfast. Big fan. I like the bacon when they do it right. Big bacon, egg, and sausage cheese, or big bacon, egg, and cheese uh, biscuit fan, then get a sausage, egg, and cheese, and two hash browns. You know you're really fucking it up when you hit double digits at a fast food restaurant, right? That's the only move. I've never, I, I haven't seen $9 in five years. <laughs> yeah, well, anytime I learn your fast food orders, like, you do talk about fast food as like, boy, I really fucking, like, uh, did myself in this week and and i'm always kind of like i don't know i eat fast food a lot did you really do yourself in and then i hear what your fast food order is i'm like yeah i guess he did yeah no if i'm gonna go i'm going that's a, in that's a three thousand calorie meal pretty much and i'll count it up too on the screen i'm like okay it's like the fucking it's just like a it's a slot machine that i yeah. want yeah I, I get close yeah it's bad that's why i don't do it that often but when i do i really enjoy it i really love the bacon when they do it right for some reason and it probably starts with the fact that I don't really eat McDonald's lunch at or non-breakfast ever, probably twice in the last like four or five years. But I have like I eat the nuggets quite a bit. Um I feel like this they've re, their nugget ranking is low for me. Ooh, I put the, obviously Chick-fil-A above it. Um but I think yeah, I it's a totally different nugget. They're all different, but I still don't I just don't like it. I just don't think it's good. I would put Wendy's above it. I will basically say any that, uh, other chicken restaurant above McDonald's. It was a real revelation. The whenever I, like uh, just going over to Europe, I believe they just have higher chicken standards. That must be it. They're they're not like the best nugget in any ten pack in America. It's ten of those nuggets uh, over there. Just only the choice nugs. Yeah. Uh, and they have the steak fries, right? And fries that are cooked in like that weird shit that you were real into. Do they? They, they do or the do beef tallow over there. I, I think worldwide we're vegetable oil or whatever. Okay. Well, my point here is that I don't eat McDonald's lunch ever, but not because I don't like like it. I mean, I'd still fuck with a quarter pounder or a Big Mac on you. It's more just I don't that, like the quarter pounder. It's more Big just Mac. that if I'm going to eat shitty, I usually do it for breakfast. Okay. But the idea of a bacon cheeseburger from McDonald's is so disgusting to me. But I eat the bacon. On the breakfast sandwich every time I go there. Have you ever had a bacon cheeseburger from McDonald's? Because um, I, I love a bacon cheeseburger. Love it. I think when they roll it out. I think burger out, people say that's a bad deal, right? Like that you're, you're, it's not a pure burger anymore. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I uh, they had some like special, you know, like bacon smokehouse something or other that I, I've uh, I heard it was the uh, the Chapo Trap House episode where they talked to Bill Oakley, the uh, former Simpsons showrunner who reviews fast food items. Right, and he was explaining that it's a uh, Trump deal why they have bacon now because the price of uh, pork products has dropped through the floor because of the trade war with China that they There's, used to be. But they've had bacon for forever on the breakfast. You're just saying now they can buy more. Yeah, the ba- like it's it's not just McDonald's. Every single place introduced bacon fries, like a whole bunch of oh, different yeah. bacon Wendy's sandwiches. Oh yeah, Wendy's did a bunch of that. Too, yeah, like added on. Dude, Wendy's that- had bacon fries. Jack in the Box had bacon fries. McDonald's had bacon fries for the first time ever. But nobody's coming for the OG, the king, the bacon cheddar potato wedges, which still is my number one ranked fast food item of all time. But even even Jack in the Box introduced a separate like like they still had the bacon ched- potato cheddar wedges, uh, but they also had curly fries with uh, cheese and bacon on it. Damn, dude, and we're fucking up so many people's guts and days right now. Like, I, uh, you're all you're not you're gonna have to stop in the alley and throw that bag away, my good man. I was uh, I went to the Jack in the Box near me trying to try the uh, curly fries with bacon on them, and I was like, "You got those curly fries with bacon on them?" They were like. We got the baker potato wedges. I'm like, it's not what I asked. I but, mean, I know the answer to the question now, but it's not what I asked. And also, I'll I'll take a regular size. Yeah, yeah, I did take them. <laughs> I did take them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not gonna uh, say no. Yeah, I was just like, that's a that's my weird eating in my car thoughts. Where I'm like, God damn, this is a good good bacon. Why would I never eat this on a burger? But your point is a good one because it makes me think that. In addition to killing all of the media in a church, 
uh-huh. uh, like I'm the Kingsman. <laughs> that video is so good. Dude, imagine being mad about that. I can't. Like <laughs> I've seen a lot of people do it, but Dude, I, even I still if I, can't even picture if I it. worked at CNN or NPR, I'd be like, this is awesome. Yeah. It's so good. Like the editing's not great, but that makes it even better. Yeah. So good. And I, w- I wish I could have been in that room to see that in its first run, you know? Like, I just imagine you and I standing at the back of Mar-a-Lago just fucking breaking up, clapping. We- weeping. Yeah. <laughs> this is so good. But it would be pretty cool. That's what Thursday's going to be like. They're going to do a screening of it on the big the big AAC oh, Jumbotron, and you're going to miss it. I so hope you they do. little bitch boy. Move Continuing, not moving on. I think it would be really cool to do trade wars to make your favorite fast food restaurants introduce items they didn't have before. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. <laughs> like, if I could somehow make sure... I mean, Taco, we, we deserve that pork. Taco Bell always had the Frito burrito. I don't the Chinese getting that pork. No. What are they going to do with it? It's our goddamn pork. Who knows over there? Am I right? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that we know Trump loves McDonald's. And uh, it makes total sense, you know? I think it would be cool, too, if he put, like, a tax in movies on non-action scenes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, you can make this. You can make Meet Joe Black if you want. You're going to pay taxes on 99% of it. You could yeah. just run that car that car <laughs> murder scene <laughs> for two hours scot-free. <laughs> getting over them, backing up, yeah. getting over them, yeah. like, backing look, up. I'll actually give you a break, a tax abatement, if you just make I'll that movie. I'll pay for the fucking movie, all right? <laughs> just That'd be really it. cool. Uh, have you had the, uh, the breakfast burger? No, you know what? I have not. I saw that debate the other day, and I actually am disappointed to say that I went to McDonald's on a morning where I had an opportunity for the breakfast burger, and I whiffed. But I think I'm going to go on Friday. I typically do this thing, these things on Friday. Okay. You know, here you got a little Rebecca Black bumping. But if it's basically just a bacon cheeseburger with an egg on it, then I think I'm I'm 100% in. What's the what what are what are the specs? It's better than that. Oh. I mean, it's, you know, it's Whataburger, so it's it's got the Whataburger patty. Okay. We got some bacon. We got some egg. We got a special new creamy pepper sauce that oh. they made just for the burger. <laughs> and we got three of their standard hash browns just no. laid on top of that bad no. boy. No. You don't like it? No, I love it. Now, okay. I'm just thinking to myself, like, does this rob me of any sides? <laughs> I mean, it's all you can right still there. get some hash browns. It's all right there. Uh, you know. I might get gravy. <laughs> you might get gravy? <laughs> they, uh, they did specify in the press release that they will give you a side of the pepper sauce if you want a little more. What are they? What are they? What's what's that hitting for? Just dipping Extra in it. Buck? What? Uh, Fifty cents, I would assume. Is that standard standard sauce price rolled around? <laughs> I'll report back next week. Yeah, no, I uh, I had one last week, and you know, when's it, when you drop in the review? And, it's a tasty and the burger. I have thought about coming out of retirement. <laughs> I've, I've started composing the article in my head a couple times. This is it. A, mainly uh, consists of advising people not to eat it every day. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I get it's good, folks. Right. But just at, at minimum, you need to work out a deal with your local pusher to make sure that they at least have a yeah. stash for you. So you, I can't believe you caused a global crisis. Yeah, it's unreal. St- still haven't seen it. No, it's never coming back. It's never coming back. Uh, this is a story sent to us by our aforementioned friend uh, Justin. I think it was either last night or this morning, but it's a doozy. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, this story was translated from let's see where this is um i think it's the netherlands yeah, yeah. i believe so okay you saw this mm-hmm. holy fuck man and there was so a good. there was a police press conference on it today oh was there yeah but it still left a lot of questions really it raised more questions so i guess because the big thing they said is it's not the 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 elder male is not their father Okay, walk people through it then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you, you know, that's the only thing that they added. Everything else you already know, so, so I don't want to... Okay, a guy and... A, a man was found in this rural town in uh, in the Netherlands. And I guess earlier this week, 
a 25-year-old man uh, showed up at a pub nearby and was like really confused. The cops were called. Imagine someone showing up. Like, What would they have to look like to be so confused? They were like, fuck it. I got to call the police. Yeah, and I think I mean I think once you hear the details of the story, it's probably has a lot to do with like hygiene, language, um, and they follow. They, they, this dude takes him back to the farm where he had, a, a, I guess, disappeared or escaped from. And the authorities found that there was a father and his six kids living in a basement under an isolated farm, waiting for the apocalypse. The report reveals the kids did not know that there were more people living on this earth. Yeah. So I think that's probably the beginning. So probably of not why you call the cops when guy who doesn't know other people are on earth walks in. Yeah, I mean they, they they've uh, they've talked about it as uh, you know waiting for the apocalypse, but it certainly sounds like you would assume the apocalypse has already occurred, right? Like if you just figure that everyone else is gone. Yeah, I guess it's a question of what your conception of what the apocalypse is. Yeah. Like, if you don't know that there's anyone else... Waiting for Jesus to take you up, that's right. a possibility. Or maybe you're just waiting to die, and you think that's the apocalypse. Like, you think you're the only people alive, so okay, this exists just in our time. When we die, it's over. Like, we can have some sort of conception of the, the construct of beginning and end, and it's just my life. Did you ever see the movie Blast from the Past? No. That was a uh, Tim Allen in it. It's a fun little premise. It was certainly during Tim Allen's heyday, but I do not believe he's in it. If you could remind me of who is, that would be a uh, uh, Brendan Fraser. There we go. That's who I'm talking about. It's uh, whenever he's a kid. He's a kid in the '60s during the height of uh, like nuclear scare, you know, Cuban Missile Crisis, all that. Mm -hmm. And his dad builds a bomb shelter that has some kind of uh, thing indicating whenever, um, like. Like, if, if a bomb goes off over the shelter, that they'll know it or whatever. You know what I mean? And uh, just so happens that while they're down there stocking, a plane crashes over the overhead. And so they just assume that that's the Russians and stay down until the uh, the half-lives have uh, gone on, gone through on, um, you know, the, the nuclear radiation that's up there. And so whenever they, and I, I believe that both the parents die <laughs> over the course of this time. Okay. And uh, whenever they're dead, Brendan Fraser's like, well, guess, guess it's time to go check it out. And just a kid who went down in, you know, 1963 or whatever, pops up in the 90s, has no idea what to make of it. You know, people with face piercings and whatnot. It actually sounds kind of interesting. Does find love. And I'm seeing here that the, he found love with the female Brendan Fraser, Alicia Silverstone. There you go. Who I think we all know my history with Alicia Silverstone. Humping a cup. Right. <laughs> I think I humped a pillow looking at a cup, but it doesn't matter. It's not better that way. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I shorthanded it well. Yeah, and that's not actually the only horrifically embarrassing story I've told related to a Taco Bell cup on the, on the show. Nope, so. nope, it is. Uh, okay, uh, we'll just leave that there. Um, so yeah, the police at the farm discover a staircase to the basement behind a cupboard. They found the father and five of their children. The father, at least as at the time of this writing, he was presumed to be, uh, appeared to have had a cerebral infraction years ago and was in bed. The kids were between the age of, or children, were between the age of 16 and 25. They were living self-sufficiently with no contact with the outside world they had a vegetable garden and a goat. Mm -hmm. The most overworked goat of all time. They fucked that goat. It would not surprise me. They at least fucked each other. There's almost no doubt about that. <sighs> yeah, what is the uh, MF comp? Can, can we get an ASL check on the people in the... Bra size? Yeah. ASL bra size? No, and look, just a week after I wanted to give Rudy Giuliani a pass... For marrying his second cousin, mm -hmm. I want to. I want it to be clear that uh, my line that I draw on: "Do we make too big of a deal out of incest?" is brothers and sisters. <laughs> yeah, that seems safe. Just, I, I really, I really think that the big problem is whenever you, whenever you repeatedly marrying cousins, like whatever royal families would be like, you know, you can marry anyone you want as long as it's one of your cousins, and you do that for like ten generations, and that's how you get mad kings. 
Yeah, and I mean, I, I think that uh, there's just like some genetic diseases that if like your gene pool is not like a hemophilia is you know known as like a, a royal disease, like all the fucking everyone really? had hemophilia because the nature of hemophilia is that if you have a very limited gene pool, then you're probably going to have hemophilia. I have a friend who I will see at a wedding this Saturday with yeah. hemophilia, and I'm going to tell him he's from royalty. <laughs> he's not. He's probably going to okay. say thanks. Thanks. Um, uh, I I've all, I think of him every single time I'm at a grocery store because he uh, has a handicap pass, and that's the number one thing that I have ready. If not the I I really now it's going to sound like I do this all the time. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a time that I've parked in a handicap space. I don't really do it. But I've never uh, seen somebody who wants a retweet. But I know. But I know that if I ever do, that uh, just quickly firing back, it's my hemophilia. Like no one's going to check that. You know. You if I, if I told punch- them I'm missing a leg, they would know the jig is up. I'd run up and punch you in your arm and be like, "Let's see." <laughs> well, uh, uh, you're you're odd. This is most ba- people won't. This is a really poor translation because this was translated from uh, from my I, I don't know I well, Dutch I don't know yeah um, it says. The police took the family out of their home and put them in a recreational park while the home was checked for fire safety. The home was checked for fire safety is not the part about that translation I find to be a bit off. It makes it sound like they took them to NRH2O. <laughs> Maybe they did. That would be a great way. <laughs> they took them to a... Re- Look, we know you've had a rough it, 24 years. Yeah. We know there's been a lot of rape. We know there's been a lot of... Yeah, we know you fucked the goat. We looked at the goat one time in his face... Knew you fucked the goat. Uh, we're thinking we're going to take you guys to uh, the Universal Studios. Yeah, that'd be good. Oh, yeah, that story made me uh, cringe. Real cring- cringe-worthy, bro. Yeah. Cringe on the TL. It totally is. So I guess we could still talk about LeBron, or we could still play Trump talking, uh, making fun of those two people for fucking. Um, maybe LeBron waits until patreon this week because it's like kind of a really annoying topic lowest day of lowest day of lebron's career yeah no it's uh it's bad so i'm gonna let you it's dealer's choice like i'm the crash unit you get to pick we don't have a ton of time i haven't heard the audio oh okay let's do the audio then i'm just saying i don't know if it's good or not maybe this audio blows there's a a part in here that i find hilarious all right we'll Um, play the audio so this is from uh i think he was in lake charles louisiana and uh man there's a lot of places in this country where trump is really popular where he doesn't fit in you know but at least like when he's at the aac (laughs) like there's there's a shit ton of wealth in dallas that's true and really i would suppose you could extend that to like if you're talking actual old money fort worth also Mm -hmm. um and i'm not necessarily saying that trump identifies with those people either because i really don't think that a fucking never nude germaphobe that uh you know thinks that well really anything he thinks other than being racist like i don't think he he ever fit in amongst the other rich in new york no but i also don't think he fits in among like average people like i don't think he's ever i don't think he's a guy who's like he's had to be an outcast his whole life (laughs) that's how we got here like, I don't think he's ever, like, gone out and had to, like, work on anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even just, like, the normal type of shit that I, and I don't know about you, but that I've, like, okay, you're going to your grandparents' house for the weekend. We're fucking clearing brush for 12 hours, you know? Yeah. We're doing the, just shit that you have to do if you grow up around people who are either kind of rural or average. Like, I don't know. We're cleaning all these. We're cleaning the garage and, and the attic out today. Just normal shit that you have to do if you're not super wealthy like he was, but I don't think he has any identification with that at all. Yeah. And you could probably say that about a lot of presidents. I don't know. But in watching this rally and in knowing what I know about Louisiana, I'm not sure there's a place on the planet where he fits in less than in Lake Charles, Louisiana. And he is rolling, though. And he's starting to talk about the Russia investigation. And he starts to talk about, uh, what was her name? Uh, Lisa Page. Mm-hmm. Lisa mm-hmm. Page was one of two FBI agents. Peter Stroke. Peter Stork. Strozik. Strokes. 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 And like all the text messages that came out between these two FBI agents that were having an affair that were also with each other, that were also kind of trying to like gather dirt on Trump. 
Yeah. And uh, he loves this fucking story. I don't think that it... Was there, like, a lot of stuff of them trying to gather dirt on Trump? I thought it was just, like, that they... I don't know. I, I got to be they honest. Were, they were part of the Russia investigation. Every time that it comes up, it, like my eyes kind of glaze over. But it's the, it's the worst story of our time. I thought that it was like very innocuous, like standard, you know, white professionals in uh, urban areas being like, huh, isn't he the worst? You know, like uh, like stuff like, you know, when he, I don't even want to ask if your parents complain about Trump. I'm not gonna. They do. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, right. you know. Uh, but it ranges between. I think he's disgusting in uh, what you see whenever you you go to. Uh, well, I guess the New York Times does this too. They just only have three people to ask. Of, uh, I wish he would just shut up. Yeah. Not necessarily like I find everything he does objectionable, but like I just wish he would stop talking. Yeah, but like just your standard eye rolling, like isn't that guy a nut? Yeah, I get a lot of that. Yeah, like uh, that's that's what I'm saying. Like these people were doing back and forth is is my impression of the story, but I don't know. I guess I probably shouldn't be characterizing the story because I have not been interested in it and thus have not read. Well, about I mean, it. they were part of the investigation. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I mean, actually, the, so that magnifies it, right? Like if you're in the FBI and you're part of investigating something involving the president, it I mean, looks worse. I think worse that they if were like, like out pretty quickly, right? Like I, I think yeah, that they were like quickly. long-standing FBI agents who like had this assignment for like a couple weeks and then, you know, uh, but whatever. I, I saw this the other day too, um, that who, what is, uh, who's Dean Kane? He's an actor. Okay. He was like the Superman guy, right? I think that he played Scott in a Lacey Peterson movie. Ooh, you're right. He did do that. Uh, I think this play got dropped, but there was supposed to be a one-night-only play uh, starring Dean Cain and another actress in uh, D.C. that was just verbatim their text message. <laughs> Can you think of anything? Awesome. <laughs> I wish the that I wish that's where Kingsmaker Trump would have rolled in. And just... It's like uh, uh, Mike reading the Tiger text, but in a theater. Yeah, that would be a Broadway Whoa. show that I would go to see. <laughs> just Mike sitting up there reading the Tiger texts. Maybe that's what we do for show 5,000 instead of anything else with him. Yeah. He's yeah. coming out. Oh, he is? We're reviewing Diner. Okay, yeah. yeah. He's a part of the show that day. Cool. All right, so yeah, this is uh, Trump talking about that, and it gets, you know, it heats up a little bit. As he and weeks would go by, and I'd hear somebody else come up. Sir, do you know anything about Russia? No. Not, no, I know where it is. I don't deal with it. Let me stop you right there. <laughs> I know where it is. <laughs> Are you asking me if I think he knows where it is? I don't think that anybody that 100% knows where somewhere is has ever actually has to say that they do. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> I think that that's my basic uh, measuring stick. But yeah, I don't, I mean, like, Russia's fucking huge. So you could almost just throw a dart and have like a 30% chance, especially if you just like kind of know to aim for Eastern Hemisphere. I mean, of all the countries, like I think the like you could definitely give Dan a map and say which one's Russia and he'd get it. I think so. I'm 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 sure. What about where's what where's about about what China? Yeah, he gets China. I bet that he doesn't get Germany. That's a tough one. No, it's not. It's not tough, but I mean, it's just grouped in with a lot of other. There's a lot of. That's why people I are it. saying that there's other countries close by. Some it's just an example of one that you could screw up. <laughs> but they're, they're it's like, like that's that's right. one you could fuck up. Russia, you can't fuck up. That's my point. What about India? India's huge. Yeah, you get India correct. You'd get China correct. No fucking way on India. That he would get India right? No fucking way. And in fact, I saw this bit on Kimmel last night. He would get India right. Even though you know that I think uh, live Would not be is, able to get Vietnam. Oh, no way. This is what I wanted to go to the rally for, is to have people see if they could spell indescribable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. So he, did, he knows where Russia is. Sold a house to a guy about 12 years ago. He was from Russia. That was a long time ago. <laughs> no, I don't know. Then they come up again. Sure. This Russia keeps coming up. Do you know anything about it? This is the witch hunt. This is the insurance policy. For, you yeah. know, this this was the insurance policy. Remember from the two lovers. If she doesn't win, we've got, we've got an insurance policy. These people are corrupt. These people are disgusting. The two lovers. And they put it on the FBI server. So their spouses wouldn't find out. 
because they didn't want to put it on their private. That didn't work out too well for Peter Strzok and Lisa Page, did it? Pause. Lisa, I love you. I love you. Okay, two things here. As uh-huh. we've highlighted before, one of my favorite things that he does, and I think he did it today with the St. Louis Blues too, uh, whenever he was making fun of all their agents, and he was like, hey, agents, those guys are the worst. They all weigh 350 pounds or laying in bed telling you guys how you need to perform. The dopest thing about him is it would be like if I was talking shit about someone for drinking too much, honestly. Yeah. Like, it's so great to also, be Also, that's, that's not agents. No, of course not. But, I mean, yeah. he's fat. Yeah. So, he doesn't understand that, like, that joke doesn't really land. You're fat. But I, I've just... You've had a lot of affairs. <laughs> Everyone knows about him. And you still don't understand that... But that's what makes it great. Very shameful doing cheating. <laughs> yeah. I would and never. They were trying to hide it from their spouses. I mean, Jesus who, Christ, these who fucking would ever heathens. Think about it. Yeah. That's I mean, it's the best part about it. We, yeah. We've said it a lot of times, but just uh, you know, I mean, you 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 don't get close to the presidency with his profile unless uh hypocrisy is just not like a thing that registers for you. Like I he like it would just be it would just be so much worse if he did feel shame about anything, you know? Like for example, his life would have gone a lot worse for him and you know, like for sure. Do you think because we were probably too young. Like I know that Bill Clinton got moralistic about some things. But do you think that Bill Clinton was every chance he got like talking shit about other people's affairs or talking about what a shitty husband you are if you have affairs or do you think he was probably like I probably need to lay low on that one. Yeah, you know. Uh, I don't want to really draw any attention to the fact that I'm getting, you know, sucked you know, off every single time I turn around. You want to ever hear, you know, if she was supporting him enough? <laughs> That's the tack he takes. Yeah. I, I just, it would just, it would seem weird if that was the way to play it. And that's exactly how Trump is playing it. So here he's, he's actually kind of miming their lovemaking. Lisa, I love you. I love you, Lisa. I love you, Lisa. I love you so much I can't even see straightly. Lisa, she's going to win 100 million to nothing. But just in case, Lisa, my darling, I love you. God, just in case she doesn't win. Sounds like Mike impersonating Corby talking to Corby's wife. Oh, sweetheart. (laughs) Turtle dog. Can I go to the game? (laughs) We got an insurance policy essentially saying we're going to take him out. These are corrupt people, folks. Mm. And then she said, Peter, I love you. I love you so much. You're so great, Peter. Uh, I don't think she loves him too much anymore, do you? I don't think she loves him. I hear the word is not too good. (laughs) He's making fun of them because their affair fell apart after they weren't able to bring him down. (laughs) Iris, I'm not too good. Said he'd leave the wife. Didn't leave the wife. Didn't leave the wife. Kind of feel like a dummy, huh, Lisa? Uh, Lisa, now you're throwing tricks in Washington Square. Reading this uh, <laughs> stuff about John Bolton, like, Evie, you're up on that story, I assume you are? A little bit. I mean, it just came out, like, last night, right? Last night, yeah, this morning. Just yeah, just that uh, John Bolton. So it's not even John Bolton, because, you know, since John Bolton left, he's been telling people that uh, Trump makes lots of mistakes, that if he'd only listened to John Bolton, he wouldn't have made. It's all very convenient stuff. But uh, this is an instance of someone else saying, this is what John said to me while we were both working at the White House. So it, it's got a layer of credibility it would not have if it were just John saying, like, yeah, you know, I kind of saw this coming the whole way. Right. Um, where uh, he was uh, saying, like, <laughs> I believe the quote was, I want no fucking part of whatever drug deal Sondland and uh, who else have cooking. Oh, Mulvaney. <laughs> whatever drug deal Sondland and Mulvaney are cooking up in Ukraine, I don't want it. And uh, <laughs> calling uh, Rudy Giuliani a hand grenade that's going to go off and kill all of us. And John Bolton, I assume, is doing that because that's what certainly most people in government and most people overall do whenever something has the uh, the whiff of being risky. You know, like if you're like, well, that sounds like someone, something that someone goes to jail for. I don't want to be anywhere near it. Right. Uh, And that's how most people are. And I am just so deeply inspired by the fact that the man who more than any other just flips the bird at that thinking is president. 
He's the most successful man on earth. At any given time, I think that you could always make an argument the American president, is, uh, regardless of who it is, has uh, you know, achieved their dreams more than anyone else on the face of the planet. You know, I mean, yep. he, like uh, sometimes, you know, like you can say, you know, like, uh, I, I don't know, the Olympic gold medal winner. Um, is, Amelia Earhart. He's up there with him. Well, you know, <laughs> didn't achieve it. But, you know, um, it was certainly notable. Yeah, got got some level of uh, I was of able fame. to hop a ride on a plane once. Yeah, the uh, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, it's awesome because like you know how we get the email. Like Dan always jokes about the emails we would get uh, about a certain thing that you're supposed to pay attention to on the air, and then Dan he said this on the air, so I'm not like blowing anybody's cover. Where he's like, well, you know, just kind of listen for a little while, and then uh, you can kind of do whatever, right? Yeah. This would be like that, except if you just left the first part out. <laughs> if you like just got it, we're like, oh, you're watching? Don't care. Still going to do the same shit. And it worked. It's yeah. what we all want, right? No, and I mean, you know, uh, may, maybe it'll end up biting him. It certainly seems like uh, this Ukraine thing could have some consequences. I would say it's already probably had some consequences. I, I'm not here sitting predicting it's going to bring the whole thing down, but, you know, whatever. Um, I, I, I'll tell you this, if I were a, a senator that was prepared to protect him and was, uh, running for election in swing state, I would prefer that this story didn't exist. That, that would be better for me, I would think. But I just love that, you know, the, the kinds of things that John fucking Bolton is like, that's too hot to touch. Yeah. But Trump's yeah. just like, yeah, go ahead. A guy who is like, the heck? Yeah, fuck it. I'll sit in the Oval Office, call the president of the fucking Ukraine and just be like... Hey, uh, do me a favor. John Bolton like literally looked at The Hague and was like, you'll never catch me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not coming. So don't really care about any of this shit. You're not getting me. Don't don't even try. And then he's like, ah, I don't know, guys. It's a little, little hot for my blood. Uh, that's pretty much all I got since I got to go. Okay. Uh, but... We will have uh, we will have a, a Patreon possibly a day early unless TC just wants to wait to put it up, which is certainly his prerogative. Um, and we'll talk LeBron and and, and is Ellen bad then? <laughs> All right, we'll see you. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next. So until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.